you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What is up? Welcome to a special edition of the NFL Fantasy Football Show. It's me, your man, MG, Marcus Grant. You know the whole thing. I'm still fully vaccinated, dodging variants like Neo in the Matrix. Getting a little bit harder nowadays. But you may be wondering why you are getting a version of the podcast here on an off day. Well, it's because we're doing something new for you here. We are giving you the audio from the Tuesday and Thursday editions of NFL Fantasy Live. I know it's late in the season, but we figure with the playoffs at hand, why not give you a chance for a little bit more information so you can get all of the goodness that you normally get on NFL Network with all of your favorite analysts, myself, Michael F. Florio, Adam Rank, Cynthia Freeland, Patrick Claibon, and Kimmy Checks right here on your phone or listening device. So hopefully this helps you on your way to a championship. So sit back, relax, and enjoy these special editions of the NFL Fantasy Football Show. Everybody, welcome to NFL Fantasy Live. I'm Patrick Claybon, and it's Tuesday, so that means I get to spend time with Cynthia Freeland, Kimmy Checks, and Adam Rank. And congratulations to those of you who made the fantasy playoffs. If you didn't, consolation time. Is the yeah. consolation consoling at all, Cynthia? No, and we're thinking about different ways to like punish people, right? So I think like if you're in the consolation bracket, then you could go snatch something. You have to go snatch something off one of the winning teams' teams to see if they can still win. Like without Cooper Cup, you know what I'm oh saying? Oh my gosh! Oh, wow, I'm, I'm I'm spiteful. That's Ooh. violent. A yeah. handful of spite there, you know. I play to win, not play to lose. So no, screw that. Hell no. <laughs> See, but consolation <laughs> where? Who? Why? Well, the consolation bracket. We do a thing where the consolation bracket, the winner, ends up with a number one pick next season. So you have something to play for. Just don't work the waiver wire. Ah. That's the only requirement. You can't work the waiver wire. Okay. Make make it yours. Make it yours. And if, if it is consoling, then congratulations. I am mired in a pit of sadness constantly. Let's start with the ones. <laughs> Speaking of the ones, Adam Rank nailed it. The number one wide receiver was Devontae Adams. Well, well, well. And you know what? I've got something to say about this. You know what, Rank? You actually said that yesterday. I will say it so I can save everybody a lot of time. If Rank says something <laughs> about the Bears and the Packers, believe him. He knows what he's talking about. Pretend I talked for the next two minutes and 19 seconds. Let's get to the number one <laughs> quarterback. So Kimmy, uh, Josh so Allen again. 
Never do me like how you just did Adam Rank. And I'll be fine. Josh Allen single-handedly trying to keep the Buffalo Bills alive against the Tampa Bay uh, Bucks. Over 35 fantasy points, over 300 passing yards, most impressively over 100 rushing yards. It seems like he was uh, the running back as well as the quarterback. The coolest thing about all of this, uh, that game made him just the fourth player in NFL history with over 300 passing yards and over 100 rush yards, plus a very favorable remaining schedule. So... Congrats if you've got him and you're headed to the playoffs. Rest up. Ice up, Josh. Bills are going to need you. Cynthia, your number one running back, Dalvin Cook. If you ever do me, use the word projection a lot. Okay. You Like, be very suspect of anyone using hyperbole All because right. it just never is true. There's never always, you know, always and never, never happens. So, that's <laughs> how you – if you're going to do me, that's what you need to do. So, Dalvin Cook, though, it happened on Thursday night. So, if you did, you were so lucky the whole rest of the weekend. You just got to sit there with 35.2 fantasy points against the Steelers. Dalvin Cook, obviously, every single week is going to be a big factor. If you guys ever do me, just pick the wrong players. Uh, your number one tight end was George <laughs> Kittle uh, because he went off for the second week in a row. He didn't have 39 points this time. He just had 34 pedestrian, George. 151 yards and a touchdown. He was too much for the Bengals to deal with. Next up, the Falcons defense. So it's time to start researching the three-week fantasy records for tight ends. So now what we're going to do is look ahead and project who's going to be number one next week. Who's it going to be, Rex? Oh, do I get to talk yes. finally? my apologies. Goodness gracious. Go. You know what? I'm going to follow the same basic formula and go at Justin Jefferson and his matchup against the Chicago Bears. No, we're not. No, we're not doing the horn. We're not doing the horn. Um, but honestly, this Bears defense is a little bit banged up. A lot of key players have been out for the last couple of weeks. And even though we've seen some inspired performances out of guys like Robert Quinn, uh, Roquan Smith has played really well. Jalen Johnson actually had a really nice game against the Packers. You do see him get burnt. Stop. Nope, we're not doing the horn. Uh, he did get burned in that, that touchdown, but I just think it's safe going with Justin Jefferson, who is the best receiver in, in all of football right now. I will say that um, moving forward. And so to me, Monday night, I just think he's going to go out there and have that huge game. And uh, I'm going to be on the TA post game, having to sit there and have James Jones make fun of me again. And uh, it's not going to be a lot. Of, it's not going to be it's going to be great for me. For everybody else, it'll be fine. You know what else would be not great for Rank? Uh, a number one quarterback he doesn't like, Kimmy. A number one quarterback oh, named Aaron Rodgers. This is this show is I love this show already. We're only four minutes in, baby. Let's keep it going. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are facing the Baltimore Ravens on Sunday. Aaron Rodgers, he's actually the QB1 since week 11. He's averaging the most fantasy points per game. And the Ravens, while they started out hot this season, they've allowed the second most passing yards to QB. So Aaron Rodgers should be easing his way into the Ravens on Sunday. Cynthia, who's the number one running back going to be? It's Jonathan Taylor for me, who's yes. facing New England on Saturday. So, again, really? you get it kind of early right here. He has 43% of the Colts scrimmage touchdowns. That's the most since Christian McCaffrey in 2019. And also, New England allows the fourth most receiving yards to running backs this season. So, remember, Jonathan Taylor could get you a touchdown on the ground and then follow that up with one in the air. Oh, my gosh. Love it. Yeah, nice projections there. As for the number one tight end, I believe it will be Travis Kelsey in a bounce-back game. Hey Chargers. On the way, the first matchup this season, he had 104 yards, no scores, but a decent 17 points. Let's add a touchdown to that and a potential score fest. I hope Cynthia will project a touchdown later for Travis Kelsey, but I, I hope that you will be rewarded for your pick and you can enjoy those points all the way through uh, the weekend. It's a, that's a great Thursday night game. So uh, that we can I'm going to be out of control. Yeah, Kimmy's going to be fired up for it. <laughs>
He likes the Chiefs. Uh, let's get to some news. <laughs> Not as much fun as Kimmy's fanhood uh, because there has been a huge uptick in COVID cases. The Browns are one team hit hard. They put eight players on the COVID-19 list, including wideout Jarvis Landry as well as tight end Austin Hooper. Cleveland plays one day earlier on Saturday this week, and according to our Tom Pelissero, that game with the Raiders remains on as scheduled. And former Browns wideout, current Ram Odell Beckham Jr. tested positive for COVID-19. He, along with eight other Rams, have been added to the COVID-19 list today. The Rams face the Seahawks Sunday at SoFi Stadium. It's time for the waiver wire. What fantasy free agents will be huge come tomorrow in our leagues as people are trying to advance in the playoffs, Kimmy? Well, with so many running backs injured or placed on the COVID reserve list, I'm looking at Rashad Penny, which is kind of weird, and it's also very indicative of the Seahawks' 2021 season. It's like, hey, let's have this guy who's still available in 98% of NFL.com leagues just run all over the Texans, get two different touchdowns. Uh, now they face the Rams, which on paper could look like a tough matchup, but you see right here the Rams have allowed top ten running backs in two of the last three games, so maybe Penny can bring some life back to Seattle. If you're looking for a receiver, may I introduce you to Donovan Peoples-Jones, who has five or more targets in five of his last six games. He played 92% of snaps last week against Baltimore. That was a career high. He went to the University of Michigan, which I'm just adding in because I'm really Why? happy that Michigan's going to the college football playoff. Because we don't I'm have to talk about Who did they beat? In the Ohio State is who they beat, no. Adam Rank. They beat Ohio the State this game? year. Mm. All right, you want to take Donovan Peoples-Jones. Plus, there's a bunch with Jarvis Landry potentially not playing. That could be an uptick in volume as well. Oh, certainly. I like that pick, but I also like picking up Taysom Hill. You know, I was surprised to see that he's still available, as you see on the board right there. 88% of NFL.com leagues. I know it's not the traditional way that a lot of quarterbacks score fantasy points, but it seems like every time he goes out on the field, he scores 20-plus fantasy points. And even going up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which is a somewhat difficult matchup, I would trust Taysom Hill this week over a lot of big-name players and I will talk about that more on the Stardom Sidem show this Thursday. Oh, a tease. A tease. How much do you trust Taysom Hill, though? Are you willing to prioritize him if you rank your favorite waiver wire targets right now? I would do that. Really? I would put him in my, my top three. And by the way, I would say this as well. Even if you have a quarterback like Justin Herbert, realize there might be somebody in your league who's desperate for a quarterback. And I'm talking to you, Doug DePaulo. Take a look at some of the guys in our league like Charlie Teed. And who needs to pick up a quarterback? I'm just saying that even though you don't need one, you have three defenses. Drop one of those defenses <laughs> and pick up Taysom. It's a for instance. As a for instance. Hypothetically. Hypothetically speaking. Hypothetically Doug, speaking. Can I hypothetically give Please. you some other waiver wire targets and how I'd rank them? One, Rashad Penny, who I was hyping up earlier. I think either of the backup running backs for the Chargers are good options on Thursday Night Football against my Chiefs. And last but not least, sorry, another Packer, it's Alan Lazard. What the? He was incredible this week. Was he? Yeah, yeah he, he was. was. Fine. No, he, was he, he was actually pretty good. He wasn't that great. I'm going to start naming people in my league. Okay, okay, Rachel Bonetta, if you need a running back, you need Rashad you know Penny. What? Okay. Oh, my gosh. Listen, okay, Kimmy Checks, me. if you need a wide receiver, uh, go pick up Devontae all, Parker or Donovan Peoples. You're, name drops some you're talking yeah, about Colleen late. Wolf, come on. You're yeah, talking, I mean. First of all, you're talking famous people. It reminds me of something that George Clooney once told me. He goes, Adam, never name drop. <laughs> oh, he told you that. Yep. Mm. The yeah, okay, dog. Adam. <laughs> I'm sure he did. It's the official end of Fantasy Week 14, and I took an L. Am I supposed to chill, bro? You know, congratulations to everybody that made the fantasy playoffs. Hey, my team didn't make it, and I, I don't say I didn't make it because it's their fault. 
It's their fault that I didn't make it. And you want to know who's to blame the most? Well, it's the quarterbacks. We start with one Kirk Cousins. Hey, a primetime win, Kirk. Pop the champagne. I know that's super important. Quarterback wins. How many points did you get? 14? 14 fantasy points? How? You had a 30-point lead. Your running back goes for 200 yards. You almost lose the game. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me make, let me find my camera, dog. What's up? Hey, you know what? Why are you getting mad at Kirk Cousins? This is a guy that you likely picked up off the waiver wire, and then he was out there dealing for you all year. And you know what? I know he came to this contest, and you expected so much more. But he's played so well this entire year that he's carried you. Give him a little respect. It's the other guys. Maybe you could have done a better job, Patrick. Why don't you turn that magnifying glass on yourself? And when it comes to Kirk... You got to chill, bro. I'm so, thank you, right? Because it, I, I'm better on Kirk Cousins. Good. <laughs> Not Nick Chubb, though. Because Nick Chubb had nine points against Baltimore, which is way better than the five points he had a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Let's have a parade. It was better. I didn't lose by 24 points. I lost by 19 points. Now, this is great. Oh, I didn't whoa, lose by. Whoa, whoa, Are you kidding me right now? You're coming after the big dog? This guy's amazing. Like, listen, he went up against the Baltimore Ravens, one of the premier defenses in the league. It's like when you go into Mavericks, sometimes you're going to get tossed around, dog, but now you're going to be in the kiddie pool against the Raiders. Oh, he's going to slap that team upside down. Oh, he's going to have a monster game. Now that you're in the playoffs, Nick Chubb's going to go crazy. So when it comes to my dog, you got to chill, bruh. I absolutely should. It's unfair to to Nick Chubb and Kirk Cousins. Michael Gallup, I see you over there, though. I see you, Michael Gallup. You thought 11 points was going to shield you from criticism. No, the people need to know about what you did. You had a great catch in Pom Tom. Oh, wow. So I I react to that because that's reality. But then the reality that you have is not scoring any points. Oh, whoa. The reality is this guy's coming through for you. Like, I've started a lot of guys who didn't get me any points. You get me a wide receiver three who is coming in and getting double-digit points. Like, lower your expectations, dog. It's like the holiday season. It's the thought that counts and the fact that he thought enough to go out there and get you. What's up, girl? What's on your Christmas list? Not you. Listen. Oh, that was not. That's disrespectful. It was. I'm trying to help people. That's so mean. Very. But listen, you, Patrick, you got to chill, bro. You got to chill, girl. My bad, boy. All right, thank you. We good. Yeah, apologies all around. It, it is about the season, and I, I have an apology to Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> right? Because he got 20 points. 20 points is, is good. No, it's not. You're supposed to be an angry football god raining touchdowns upon your opponents. No. No, they, they stomped on the logo. I'm supposed to get a whole lot of points. You're supposed to be like Anakin Skywalker at a whoa, daycare. Whoa, 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 whoa. Look at your shirt. The Mandalorian. This is not the way, dog. Look at how worried they are. Yeah. Come I on. thought Goodness we gracious. Even for this segment, that got a little obscene. Like, you got to dial it back. Now, I know everybody's watched Patrick Mahomes, and they expect him to put up quarterback numbers like you're playing rookie level on Madden. But this guy was being super chill. He allowed my guy, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, to score a couple of touchdowns to even it out. Like, listen, the fact that you didn't build a better roster around Patrick Mahomes Mm. and you need him to go out and score 48 points, that's on you. That's not on him. He's out there winning football games. 
So when it comes to Patrick Mahomes, and I know I got to say this every week, and people will hit me up on Twitter like, you talked about Patrick Mahomes. How's that Twitter voice go again? Like, hey, listen, uh, you told me we've been doing this enough. Listen, when it comes to Patrick Mahomes, you got to chill, bruh. Coming up here, tough matchups to sweat out in the fantasy playoffs. Najee against the Titans? How nervous should we be? Herbie against the Chiefs defense? And Robbie Anderson, a pleasant surprise in Week 14. Now, can you turn to him when you need more, when there's more on the line? Answers next on Fantasy Live. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Welcome back to Fantasy Live. Let's turn up the heat for sweat or no sweat as we profile some of the tougher matchups for some fantasy stars. And, Kimmy, let's start with one that we need to pay close attention to. Thursday night football, Justin Herbert playing a certain team from Kansas City. Uh-huh. They're allowing the third fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks over the last four weeks. Sweat or no sweat? This is like sweating on the opposing team's logo. Uh, oh, yeah, because wow. that went well. <laughs> that went well for you, Las Vegas, didn't it? No, in all seriousness, though, I'm not just saving this as a homework pick or the fact that I'm going to talk about the Chiefs defense later. It's because I'm worried about this matchup. I'm worried because it's a rival game. And in situations this season, we've seen Justin Herbert sweat under pressure. He's had an interception in six of the last eight games. And like you said, the Chiefs defense has been dominant. So what is going to be a battle Justin Herbert could be in the line of fire. Up next, Rank, speaking of the Raiders, Derek Carr facing the Browns, allowing the second fewest points to quarterbacks over the past month. Sweat or no sweat? I'm sweating. Sweating like Roman Reigns' hair before he even <laughs> steps into the ring. I mean, what is what is he? Did he take a shower? Extensive before he warm came up. out. Like, what is he doing uh, before the match? This is not a knock on Derek Carr or any stretch of the imagination, but it alludes to what you were talking about with this Browns defense. They've been very good against opposing quarterbacks. As a matter of fact, they have not allowed a 300-yard passer since Week Five. So to me, this is just a tough matchup this time of year. I think the Raiders still have an opportunity. I mean, it wasn't too long ago they went down to Dallas and won on Thanksgiving Day. I think they still have some time to turn it around, but Derek's going to need some help. Cynthia Aaron Jones in Baltimore, who are allowing the fewest points to running backs in the last four weeks. Sweat or no sweat? In both Green Bay and in Baltimore, you need chapstick this time of year. And I am so dry. I need some of that chapstick. Why? Because I look at the matchup and I see that Baltimore's allowed 10 top 25 running backs this season. I see that Aaron Jones is getting 14.8 touches per game, which leads the team. And then I look at the Baltimore Ravens and they have a lot of their best players are somehow either on injured reserve or not playing or hurt or potentially not 100%. So to me, the most logical thing to do would be to use Aaron Jones, get that volume going nice and high so that you can just slide on into the next game because those Packers want that buy. I will slide on in to take Najee Harris against the Tennessee Titans who allowed the second fewest fantasy points to running back uh, running backs over the last month. And I am as dry as Los Angeles every other day this year (laughs) other than today uh, because it's Najee and the offense has been absolutely a tire fire every single time he doesn't produce. But then the problem is he produces despite the fact the offense is a tire fire. So the matchups work. In the last seven games, he's been over 16 points. He did it last week with only three catches. Uh, You're going to use the guy who got you here in the playoffs this week. Let's turn up the heat. 
as we go for another round, Javante Williams facing Cincy, who are allowing the third fewest points to running backs over the last month. Sweat or no sweat, Kimmy? This is as dry as my skin was prior to my grandmother discovering cocoa butter. Patrick, you know exactly what type of grandmas we talked about right here. The good cocoa butter. Yeah, the good cocoa butter. That good, good right there. No, we would not be talking about this scenario if it wasn't a guy named Javante Williams. This was a Jonathan Taylor type of situation. People be like, oh, no, he's he's matchup proof. He's so incredibly good. Javante Williams is as well. He's the RB number one over the last two weeks. In the playoffs, you have to go for the guys with the highest ceiling. That's Javante Williams. Not worried whatsoever uh, of him facing the Bengals. Up next, rank Michael Pittman Jr. against the Patriots. They allowed the third fewest fantasy points to wideouts over the past month. Are you sweaty? Oh, I'm sweating. Like Clark Griswold walking through the desert in the original vacation. When he's trying to find the service station. Yep. And he's drenched in sweat. That's how I feel about this one. I know I felt a little bit of relief when Cynthia was talking about Jonathan Taylor earlier. Because Bill Belichick always likes to shut down the opposing team's best weapon. But I wonder if they're just going to be like, hey, listen. Jonathan Taylor's going to do his thing. Let's shut down the guys like Michael Pittman and Carson Wentz and put them on the spot. So, for me, I think you almost have to bench Michael Pittman this week. Oh, wow. All right, Cynthia Jamar Chase at Denver giving up the seventh fewest points to receivers. Are you sweaty? So, I'm sweating like a pop quiz in school. And I don't know about you, but the pop quiz always makes you sweat a little bit. But then once you start taking, you're like, oh, I actually know all this stuff already, so it's going to be totally fine. That's you. That's not the rest of us. That's not us. I'm I'm making it so easy for you to just imitate me and make fun of me later. I'm just giving you all the material here because then I'm in control of it. See what we got here? Look, I think Jamar Chase showed us that he can now adjust to defenses picking up. This is a really, really good defense. And Jamar Chase is also really good. So he had that little bit of a touchdown slump, but I think that might be over this week. I will end this with Kyle Pitts in San Francisco allowing the second fewest points to tight ends over the past month. And I am sweaty like a prospector hustling to already inhabited land in 1849. Uh, it, it is maybe time to consider a streaming option if you've been banking with Pitts. He hasn't scored more than 12 points since week seven. And the matchup is pretty bad. So perhaps uh, consider your other options as we have I, one option here. And it's a great option because we're going to get emotional. Ooh. Emotional time. This is where Adam Rank and I, we talk about some fantasy outliers from week 14, and we use emojis to describe our feelings and yep. see if this trend will continue during the playoffs. It's playoffs time, so we got we to gotta make sure people are locked in on right. these guys. I'm going to start with Robbie Anderson. Yes. He did it. His best fantasy point performance of the year, over 21 fantasy points. What does he do for you emotionally during the playoffs? I like him personally, but I don't know that I can trust that offense. Like, no, no, no. Cannot do that. Cannot go there. They just, they're just not consistent enough, even though they, they got rid of Joe Brady and everything that's going on with that. It just, to me... It's, it's not a good situation. And now they, they've got a tough playoff schedule starting this week with the Buffalo Bills on the road. Then they'll be playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then they're on the road to face the New Orleans Saints. So to me, he's not somebody that I'm going to be able to get into my lineup each and every week. What about you, though? Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit about the Kansas City Chiefs and Clyde Edwards-Elaire. Uh, Two touchdowns, <laughs> but, but? not have a lot of rushing yards in this one. I don't care. You, you ever heard a Beyonce song? She goes, I'm going to take it to the moon. 
Take it to the stars. I can't really sing, but that's what CEH is going to do. You guys, <laughs> he gets to face the Chargers on Thursday night football. The same Chargers team that has allowed a running back into the end zone in nine straight games. I don't care how many rushing yards you have. I just need you to get in the end zone. All of you really smart football people always say for a team to be competitive in the playoff, uh, they have to they have uh, to get involved in the run a, game. He's a little, Great. He's that's a little that's Clyde Edwards-Alaire. So to the moon, baby. That's how I'm thinking. What about Melvin Gordon? I was hyping up Javante Williams, yeah. but guess what? Both of these guys have been incredible. Him with a season-high 23 fantasy points. Oh, my gosh. You just have to realize that Melvin Gordon is always going to be a part of your life. Like, yeah. it's just, he's just not going away. It's he's like, there. you know, it's like your friend. You're inviting him out on a, a road trip. It's like, well, he's going to invite his cousin, you know. And you're like, all right, well, you might, might as well learn to enjoy it. And, you know, it turns out his cousin's a pretty nice guy. And he always have a good time. It, it could be better if he wasn't there. Wildly specific. <laughs> Wildly specific. <laughs> this guy might know who he is. Uh, but the, the fact of the matter is, he's a good football player. Like, he still is. As much as we would like Javante Williams just to be the solo artist, like it's Justin Timberlake, like, dude, you should go do your own thing. But you know what? When he's with Lance Bass and the other guys, um, Joey Fatone. What about, oh, what about Taysom Hill, though? I love how you know the, the guys of the boy band more than I do. I think that says a lot of, about you, Adam Rank. I'm a little shook up about this one. I know what? you said to go grab him on the waiver wire. He's yeah. still available in about 88% of NFL.com leagues. Yesterday, Patrick made a good point. He said, the Chiefs, not the Chiefs, I got the Chiefs on my mind. The Saints offense, it's Taysom Hill and it's Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Do you know where all defenders are going to look? Taysom Hill and Alvin Kamara. The only thing uh, that I feel good about is looking at his remaining schedule. Tough one against Tampa Bay uh, this week. But then he gets the Dolphins, the Panthers, and then they end with the Falcons. So, I don't know. You, you got you to gotta decide for yourself on that one. In daily formats, I, I love Taysom Hill. I just, I just get worried about him. Don't be. Okay. I won't be. Uh, we'll have more advice. We have a show every Thursday called the Stardom Stardom Show. It's myself, oh, Adam Rank, and Michael F. Florio. You can catch that 4 p.m. Eastern, NFL.com, the NFL app, the Fantasy app, YouTube as well. It's a good time. You guys should tune in. A great time. Plenty of options. Tune in. Watch the show. More of this show coming up, including the fact that Jonathan Taylor and Jalen Hurts have been untouchable in a lot of fantasy lineups all season. Now, how will they do after a bye week of rest? Cynthia grabs her green, red, and pink virtual pins to show and tell us next. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Yeah! Well, untouchable actually gets us going here, a higher or a lower. If you want to do the segment at home, it's pretty simple. Cynthia has made projections for all of the stars. We're going to give her a number. She's going to tell us whether the projection is higher or lower than the bar we have set. So let's start off with one of our untouchables there from the rock and music video. Two touchdowns for Jalen Hurst against the football team. Can you do that? Yeah, again. Yeah! Because <laughs> it's a star here. 
One of these touchdowns is through the air. One of these touchdowns is on the ground. Interestingly enough, I have 208 passing yards here. So 22.22 fantasy points, which I think it's all twos. Comes or all twos. So Jalen Hurts, a monstrous projection yet again. All right, his fellow untouchable from the video, Jonathan Taylor, 99 rushing yards against the Patriots. Oh, no, you said rushing yards? Okay, so not scrimmage yards, right? Uh, it's just a little bit lower. I think that when you look to see the number one forecast running back in my model has 93 rush yards, a touchdown, four receptions, 24 yards. And remember, in that ceiling projection, which is part of what informs making him the number one running back, there's another touchdown, and it happens through the air. So good It's lower, for... but he's the number one running back it's in the It's going to be fine. It's not even low. 93 is still high. Come yeah, on, guys. Still pretty good. good. Let's talk about uh, Lombardi Lenny. Not playoff of Lenny yet, I guess, in the fantasy playoffs. Higher or lower than one touchdown. Okay, you get to do that. The 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 nice yeah again, please. Yeah! <laughs> We're going to keep doing this. Stop. One touchdown against New Orleans for playoff Lenny or fantasy playoff Lenny, whatever yeah. we want to name him this time. Uh, 62 rush yards, three receptions, 21 receiving yards for him. So pretty big day against the Saints. I don't think this is going to overall be a very high-scoring game, which is the only reason that limits his upside. All right, so let's look over to T. Higgins. Higher or lower than seven targets against the Denver Broncos. Okay, these are just targets. We got it. Boom. Oh. That's a lot of time. T. Higgins to the moon. That's a, I think that the Broncos are favored in this game, but I'm not sure they should be. Ooh. I have eight targets, six, six receptions, 74 yards, and the touchdown for T. Higgins against the Broncos. Guess who else sees the end zone again? Jamar Chase as well. So, you know, we got a two-for-one on this one. That should have been a star, but whatever. We can we can just circle it now with the, with the green circle. Instead. All sorts of projections, a win, touchdowns for both of the receivers. Pay attention to higher or lower, folks. Let's get the hot Tyler Lockett, 68 receiving yards against the Rams, higher or lower. Okay, I just double-checked this one because I wanted to make sure. Higher. You know who gets all the air yards? Yeah, his name is Tyler Lockett, who now has the most air yards in terms of receiving yards and receptions so far. In the National Football League, the whole league, it's him. So five receptions, 83 yards, and a touchdown. He doesn't even – he needs like one catch to make those <laughs> yards. Just just the one catch, it'll be totally fine. He had 28 yards a catch last week <laughs> against the Texans. Let's go to Devontae Adams last week's wide receiver one. Higher or lower than one touchdown against the Ravens. Uh-oh, guess what we get to do again. Yeah. Uh-uh-uh. The yeah. Bing. Star. Just one touchdown. That is in – maybe even could be two, but – Let's be honest, in projections, it's hard to project more than one. Seven receptions, 89 yards, and a touchdown. Almost 22 fantasy points against the Ravens. The only limiting factor here could potentially be if none, of, if many of the Ravens aren't playing, then it could be a slower-paced game in general. So that really is the only thing that limits his upside. All right, so watch the pacing there. Let's talk about Travis Kelsey looking ahead to Thursday night against the Chargers. Big game, but does he get bigger than 64 receiving yards? He sure does. In big games, big stars have to show up. They have to get Kelsey involved in this matchup because going forward, this is going to be one of the keys to a deep run in the playoffs. I have higher than 64 receiving yards. I have 77, in fact, with six receptions. And then... The elusive touchdown. Remember last game against the Chargers, he had 104. That was week three. That was a big game for him as well. 77 in this one. Gets in the end zone this time in this particular matchup per Cynthia's projection. Speaking of the Chiefs, uh, do we know a Chiefs fan? Is it rank? No, 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 no. no. Oh, Kim, yeah, Kimmy likes the Chiefs. Let, let's get to my five with Kimmy checks. I do? I like the Chiefs? I haven't talked about that five million times on the show, Patrick and Cynthia? 
That's crazy, but I guess I won't talk about the Chiefs. I have five defenses that you, right this second, you need to go run to the waiver wire, you need to grab, and then you need to stash them for week 16 and 17 ahead of your championship run. Let's start this thing off at number five. I'm sorry, Adam Rank. It's the Packers. What Their the? defense the next two weeks. They face the Browns and the Vikings, looking to keep their top seven defense streak alive and instead make it four straight. The Browns are the fourth lowest scoring team over the last month, averaging less than two scores a game while the Vikings have turned the ball over five times in the last three matchups. Number four, it's the New Orleans Saints. Now, while the offense literally runs through Alvin Kamara and Taysom Hill, their defense still has their stars. They're taking on the Dolphins and the Panthers next, both of those struggling offensives giving reason to stash New Orleans. Miami is in the bottom eight in total scoring, while the Panthers don't even know who consistently is going to be their starting quarterback. Ayo, number three, it's the Rams. No Jalen Ramsey on Monday night football. No problem. The Rams are red hot coming off their massive NFC win and Aaron Donald's massive three-sack game. The Vikings and then the Ravens. The Rams defense gets two teams who have had trouble with turnovers the past few weeks. And now Baltimore, who may be without their MVP, Lamar Jackson. Number two, baby, I gotta take it to Kansas City. Defense, they made a full 180 from the beginning of the season and have been the number one scoring defense in fantasy the last four weeks. Who would have called it? Three you. games in a row now with over 15 fantasy points. They get to take on the Steelers and then the Bengals in the final two weeks. Both of those opponents allowing Sac City to come to town against their quarterback. Drum roll. The number one defense to stash ahead of week 16 and 17 is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Hey! Super Bowl champ should breeze away through week 16 and 17 against the Panthers and then finishing against the Jets. The defense, who over the last four weeks has five interceptions and has 10 forced fumbles, they end the regular season with an unknown quarterback battle between Cam Newton and PJ Walker and then the struggling Jets, who have 25 giveaways, aka the most in the NFL. All right, guys. Go get them, stash them away. And if you have a beverage, if you're watching the show with one, we, we suggest that. Raise yes. it! It is Tuesday toast time. Kimmy, who are you toasting? <clears throat> I, have the, I have the winning resume oh. right here. So I'm toasting all the winning resumes, a.k.a. the fantasy managers who got themselves into the playoffs, a crazy wild season. Congrats to all of you guys, and good luck. We want to see you guys host a hoist, hoist up the championship trophy at the end. <laughs> cheers. Hey, cheers hey. to all of you. Hey. Cynthia, who are you toasting? Well, I'm cheersing to overtime because both overtimes were necessary for me to make it into my fantasy playoffs, as in I have Tom Brady and I have Brandon Eck. Let's just say your girl was really, really not a lot of fun in the group chat um, while <laughs> oh. these overtimes. We're going on. So, look, I, you, that touchdown, that put me over the edge. So, thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Hey, closing seconds wins is a cheer. There it is. The moment Cynthia won Oop. the game. Rank. Hey. No, actually, you're toasting because oh. mine leads into the video. Ah, question. I forgot. Ah. I forgot. You know why I forgot? Okay. Because we, we, we too often we forget <laughs> about the contributions from kickers as we see Adam Rank's face. <laughs> Uh, Kylie Fairburn. Oh, I, I meant to say hi, fourth wall. 61 yards for the Houston Texans kicker. We talk about the, the epicenter all the time on That Helps No One, but we had a bomb from Kylie Fairburn that's not pictured. So you can't see how it, it would have been good. That's okay. It would have been a, good it's from a, kick. a really long like way. Like we all, we saw it. It, it would have been good from 70. So there you go. To you. Hey, Rex, your turn. Now it's my turn, and I would like to take an opportunity to say hello to Mr. George Kittle, who is back in our life and dominating. And we've talked about this on, on this show, about how he might be the most important non-quarterback 
in the NFL. Sorry, Aaron Donald. I don't know that there's anybody who makes a bigger impact for his team and for your fantasy squad. So to GKO, Kittle 316 says, I just toasted your behind. Hey. 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 Oh, Congratulations oh, oh. to all those guys and to all of you. And the reason that I got the order mixed up is because the riddle me this involves George Kittle. He scored 30-plus fantasy points in each of his last two games. Who are the only other tight ends in the Super Bowl era to accomplish that feat? Guess, Rank, because there's two of them. I'm going to say Tony Gonzalez, and then I will also say Jay Novacek. Let's answer the riddle me this question. (laughs) George Kittle scored 30 points in back-to-back fantasy games. Who are the only other tight ends in the Super Bowl era to accomplish that feat? Rank said... Gates and Antonio Gates Gates and Tony Gonzalez. Is he right? Jimmy Graham and Ben Coates slides in there. Not even one. Ben Coates. So you didn't get one. Over two. 94. We weren't even born yet. Fair. How are you supposed to know? You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.